0: episode 116 brought to you by emissage sport today with favorite place we count down the top 20 pros in canada outside the big three let's do it hello folks how are you welcome back episode 116 it's been a while been probably a week or so uh the last uh no we did zach powell but that diego interview got me shook uh so i needed a week i needed a week to recover um I question my podcasting, interviewing capabilities. Uh, shout out to Diego, him and his team out there over in Fight Island, doing it right. Uh, as well, shout out to our sponsor, Envisage Sport, uh, over there, obviously, in the UK. Big proponents of coffee and pre-workout and big sponsors of ours. Thank you to them. Let's get right into it, folks. we got a great episode today. we got the top 20. I want to bring on Mr. Faberglaze right away. How are you, sir? Hey, what's up, everybody? Man, I'm glad to be back. Awesome, buddy. Welcome back. Yes, so everybody, who uh, if you're just following uh, us, this is Faber Glace, the man in uh, Quebec and in Canada. He's one of the biggest names in Canada, obviously, with MMA Talk. Does a fantastic job covering the sport and, of course, a great purple belt himself, man. You've been keeping all right up there? Yep, we're
1: surviving, like I told you. We're finally allowed to train. It's complicated, but, man... Got to do what we got to do, and we, we just we're, – we're not able to not train, so fuck. <laughs>
0: <This is weird. laughs> okay, exactly. You know, mental health is a super – like, for me, that's what it's about, like keeping my, my physical and, and mental health in check, and checking. if I don't get to damn well choke somebody, it's not good.
1: Yeah, no, me neither, man. If, if I'm not training, I'm eating. And I'm I'm already eating too much, so I I need to train, man.
0: Yeah. <laughs> At well, least for
1: an hour a day, not eating.
0: Yeah. <laughs> an not hour hard. a day, not eating. I yeah. love that. That's true, That's man. Like,
1: like reverse fasting. That's what oh. they call him.
0: Are <laughs> <So laughs> you chip guy? Cook like oh, a sc- man.
1: Fuck. chips
0: yeah. or cookies or man like. Both? I
1: can't I can't do one without the other. Like if I eat sugar, I got like I need to eat some salty shit after. <laughs> yeah. If I eat some salty shit, I need to eat sugar after. So like it, it, one comes with the other. Sad. I
0: agree. I couldn't agree more. It's <laughs> I had that same feeling around nine o'clock some nights. Anyway, folks, let's get right into it here. Uh so today Faber's gonna drop uh so 20 athletes, uh, his top 20 Canadian pro Bowl. I'll let you get into it, uh Faber.
1: Yeah. Okay. So uh, top 20 Canadian fighters that can and will be fighting on the Canadian circuit. So I excluded guys from the UFC. I excluded Bellator, PFL, and I excluded the three people that are booked on the contender series because we all know like, man, they're going to crush their opponents. They're going to win and they're going to get UFC deals. So top 20. Um, Just to make sure, like you told me, send number 21st and number one last so we're yeah. doing cool so i'm but, ready man let's talk about that i'm excited it. it was so just I, I wanted to tell it was so tough like there are five six seven great fighters in each weight division in canada so just to, to pick 20 is barely one or two guys by division so it was like very very tough so I, mm. I don't want people like to feel some type of way if they're not included like everybody's doing their job everybody's great
0: that's it that, that it's it's funny because i said to you i was like do you want to do it because i don't want to do it it's like yeah. it's a very <laughs> typical thing and, and you do a great job with uh, all this kind of stuff so i figured you know there's no better person to do it and it's a great conversation to have because it's motivating for other people and good for you i love it let's do it yes all right number 20 who do we got
1: chris Galatis. amazing fighter like We've seen it in the UFC, didn't quite go his way, but he won. he did great, he, he's amazing. Maybe not as active as I, I would have liked, but uh, we've got the chance to see him fight in Russia. we got the, the chance to see him fight everywhere. And like, if you got a show in Canada and you've got a flyweight title, like Chris Coladis is the guy to put on that fight, always given good fights. Like one of the most elite fighters in Canada, basically he's in the top 20. So he's got to be, and man, Like, really look forward to seeing him fight again. This guy really... And I I like his style. I like grapplers. I like, you know, so...
0: Yeah, he's... It's funny that you... Because he... I think he's quite underrated a lot, especially in Canada. You know, he's, I don't know, 35. I think Chris is now or something. But, you know, I speak to him. I I hang out with Chris quite a bit. And he's such a gamer. And he's so high level. And I'm really glad to see his name on this list. Because, you know, obviously in Russia, he's a champ over there. And uh, we... uh, It's something that I think... You know, uh, a few different promotions, I think, have been talking to him. But, you know, I'd love to see him fight again locally. Yeah, of course. Nice. Good pick. I like that. Cool.
1: Let's go for 19. Number 19. Yeah. Christian Savoie. Kind of the same thing as Colatus, but maybe worse, like with the inactivity. Because, man, if that guy was really active, he would be in the UFC right now. Like, really dominant guy. Rarely I've seen him, like, have bad moments. And when he's at closer fights, he always finds a way to to come out on top. Really intelligent fighters. He knows his stuff. And, man, that's, like, one bright prospect uh, for whatever weight class he chooses. I guess it's more 70, but, like.
0: Yeah. I think he's, like, he's fought at both, 170 and 185, I think, right? Yep, exactly. I think
1: he's an 85 champion in Canada, but he's not a huge 85er.
0: No, so. he's definitely not. No, he's, uh, i know he's. thought that's another guy I've been speaking to a little bit, uh, here and I guess we'll announce it as, uh, we haven't really announced anything, but, uh, he's going to be competing in our Kumite, uh, submission oh, Kumite in October 24th. So we have yet to drop that, but we'll drop it now since, uh, <laughs> since, uh, you just brought him up because, uh, I think he's still kind of waiting on that call, you know, and it's, it's hard to believe that he's still inactive. So if we can get him a fight, whether it's, after this Kumite, if we can get him a fight on one of our cards maybe in the near future. But that's it, it's a man, he's so talented. He's a really talented kid.
1: Oh yeah. And like he's one fight away. Like one big fight against a guy that people know about and like he may get a short notice shot. He may get a contender shot like whatever. But this guy he's there. He's yeah. really there. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I agree. All right. Perfect. Number 18.
1: Number 18. That's one a guy I really like in Canada. Dayan Kajik crazy style man this guy he's been like on and off for for the most part of his career but just went on a streak like lately and he's knocking guys out in the first round fighting good prospects they're bringing prospects for him in the west and like he's finishing him undefeated prospects and shit and man this guy he's cool and like he's just like he's an intelligent fighter you see he's not like the, the crazy guy that's gonna brawl but he always finds a way like to, to, to put on exciting fights to give good knockouts good moments so like that's a guy you want on your event if you want like a, a big fight that the, the fans will love
0: seems like he, he takes on all comers exactly like you said yeah, exactly. I, was, <clears throat> I was really disappointed to see that julian fight fall through
1: Oh, man, so much, <clears throat> so much weird stuff around that fight, man. <laughs> it was crazy because I was sitting there
0: in our hotel. You know, obviously our card was the same night. and yeah. our, We lost our main event, too. And I was sitting in the hotel, and I'm like, oh, shit, there's some major drama going on right now with this fight. So whatever happens with our event, no one's going to give a shit because that's going on there. That fight got canceled, unfortunately, you know. So ho- they're both both studs, too.
1: Yeah, but uh, Julian like he was he was so mad and I think like maybe he, he didn't direct his anger towards the the, the right place cuz like he had bad, he, he, like he had a bad luck uh, that he couldn't go to Korea to corner Marc-André Barrio and that, that was like some bullshit with plane companies and yeah, like same thing basically happened for that fight. So we it was just like over it and uh, he, he kind of went off and I I guess maybe he burned some bridges back in the West with that little rant but like man what is he gonna do like it's frustrating this guy Julian's been waiting to fight for like two years more
0: 17 pro fights canceled or some yeah Uh, that guy would have
1: like 20 pro fights or more like if none of his fights would, would have been canceled
0: yeah well showed up to Dijon
1: yeah of course man amazing fighter.
0: very good guy too all right number 17
1: Michael Hill Seen him recently at CFFC. Maybe not the fight that you want to look at if you want to judge like how Michael Ill is as a fighter, but like he was resilient in that fight. Like never gave up, did his thing, and like man, fought a like a wrestler, an oh. American wrestler from Minnesota. Like yeah. <laughs> it was not a really kind matchup, but man, super exciting fighter, good striker, puts on great shows, one of the best 70-75ers, like Dayan. These guys are, can fight at 75 and uh, like they're, they're not too small. They're maybe even maybe a little big for a 70th sometimes. And the uh, man, a really yeah, good I, fighter been on the ultimate <laughs> fighter been around for a long, long time. And man, the, this guy is, is one of the top dogs in Canada. Like if you want to make your name, like I'm uh, um, defeating a fighter, you can try that on Michael Hill. Most fail though. Most. Yeah.
0: Fail. Yeah. It's true. It's true. Like he, I, I have a, Ton of respect for the athletes who are, who have those losses. Like he took that fight on two weeks' notice. He wants to yeah. fight. He doesn't care. He wants to fight, man. And I love that. And that's those are the people that deserve to be on this list, man. Great call. Fantastic pick.
1: Yeah, and like he, he just went there, like you said, short notice. He made his name, like, uh, with the promotion and stuff. And like CFFC, it's one of the biggest feeder promotions that are running right now. So yeah. if you can fight for them, man. You've got people that are looking at you. That like you want those people to be looking at you, basically. Yeah,
0: very, yeah, very good point. They seem to be really almost in the lead right now, if, like in North America. I don't know. There's probably some others, but it's from my feed and what I see. CFFC is doing a hell of a job.
1: Yeah, there, there's LFA too, but like I don't hear that much about LFA. And when I look at the fights, I, I know some guys, but some I don't know too. And CFFC, man, they, they got like I, I watched every event live since they, they restarted. Yeah,
0: yeah. So like, I watched every... Johan too. Watch yeah. Johan fight. Yeah, cool. Nice. All right, perfect. Number 16. Number 16, Todd Stout.
1: Man. This guy was a crazy fuck, always been a crazy fuck, like the way he fought and stuff. And like recently he came in with a better grappling game, takedowns, and like he's really switching things up and that's made him like, he was already like one of the top dogs at 205 in Canada. Uh, Like uh, I'd love to see him fight the next guy on the list, but I think it's between those two that, like it's the the winner between those two would be the best light if he went in Canada, like no, no doubt about it. So man
0: that's a that's an, that's an elite guy in canada he's coming off a not knock, quick knockout am i correct yeah i think he fought three times for
1: brave i think he lost one one boat other by knockout and like the one was really devastating yeah. i think it, it was the last his last one i believe
0: i think yeah I'm, I'm pretty sure as well there you know he's a guy who's been around for a hell of a long time i don't know a ton about him uh you know i know the whole drama surrounding him back in the day that kind of thing but i'm a big believer in in you know, second chances and that kind of thing. And I think to see people succeed like that is pretty cool. So good for him, man.
1: Yeah. And like, I met the guy at TKO man, and he's a cool guy. Like,
0: yeah,
1: people do fucked up shit, man. And that, that, that shit was super fucked up, but man, like met the guy. He's a cool guy. What yeah. can we do? He,
0: That's it. That's it. He's a real,
1: real good, good MMA fighter too.
0: He's super talented. Oh fuck. I- I'd love to see him back in this way or, or, you know, up, and I think he's he's definitely, you know, on the right path. And it'd be interesting to see this fight between himself and the next guy.
1: Yeah, no, of course, that that would be a good one. So the next one that we were talking about, it's Teddy Ash. Uh, man, you know that guy. Like, if you, if you listen to a Canadian MMA, you know that guy. Like middleweight and light heavyweight champion at Unified, uh, fought on the Contender Series. Think like. I had a fairly close bout with a guy that, like, I really considered his opponent as a top-flight MMA prospect. Like. Yeah. So and like, it was competitive. I, I wasn't really expecting that he was going to win that fight, and he kind of surprised me in the way that, like, he still lost but did really good. And
0: like. I'm I'm shocked that he never got the invite back. Because you see, some guys in the contender, they're getting invites back or girls or they're getting invites back two or three times. And but Teddy, I don't know why he hasn't got that call again. So. Yeah,
1: no, I, I don't know either, but like I, I know this year they're going with like KB uh, Buller, yeah, and like that they, they, they're all training together basically. That's like one crazy ass gym, man. Like with KB and like Neil Anderson, Grandpa, Chris Larson, Teddy Ash, Tanner Bowser, and Spencer Jeb, and like, man, this is not well, ne- never ending list, yeah, of crazy yeah, yeah, good <laughs> MMA fighters.
0: And those, uh, Would you want to go in there and spar? Like I, I got to say, I met one time I was out in Edmonton. I did an event, and, and Christian Larson and, and Tanner Bowser walked in, and I only knew Tanner as like a MMA fan. I knew who he was, and I was like, "Holy shit!" Like, the, like gigantic men. Like I couldn't imagine lining up to spar against. I'm like, "Fuck no!" Like I'm going back to gentlemen's hockey. Um, oh shit! I'm yeah. good. <laughs> they're, they're big dudes, man, and so super talented too. It's uh, it's impressive. Teddy, it's, it's, what do you think he'll do? Do you think he'll go back to the regional scene or fight night or something
1: man, like that? Man, like that gym, they're pretty much like a log for every unified event. So I I, I guess like there or either like fight night uh, when they do fights in like Lethbridge or like maybe over there. But man, I, I really hope like get it. And even like guys like him, Todd Stout, Michael, Ilk, uh, Deon, all these guys, man, if they can get a shot at a Bellator, man they're yeah. good they're guys that can come into the bellator division and like probably beat one of the like teddy ash is fighting if he was fighting in the main event of that bellator that's coming maybe not against like leon's brother but the other guy like i'm pretty sure he beat him so like i think these guys they could get a shot at bellator and maybe become like stars over there and get good money over there because like they're more experienced guy and sometimes like like, I didn't include much prospects. If we have time after, maybe I'd like to shout out to sure. prospects. Yeah. Uh, but, like, these guys, they're super young in their careers, like the Powells, yoan uh, all these guys, man. So they're super young, so they can be looking at the UFC. But sometimes when you're a Teddy Ash, a Todd Stout, and you've got 20 pro fights, 18, 19, 20 pro fights, Man, just take the first shot you get. And if it's Bellator, if it's something like that, just on an undercard, maybe they bring somebody on a one-fight deal and you just crush somebody and they say, oh, i yeah. so want that guy, and they sign you. Like yeah. happened to many guys. So maybe they, they they could be good candidates to end up over there too.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. I wonder if it comes down to man like managers or just interests. That's a good call. I like that. All right, let's get into uh, number 14. Yup, handsome Scott Hudson. Handsome.
1: Yup. I like that guy, man. That's like guy that's finishing people by guillotines every time and standing guillotines and like many different sorts of guillotines. That, that's my he's shit. exciting. He's, yeah, he's, a, yeah. he's a
0: fighter's fighter. Like he's fun to watch. He's I, he's, uh, I haven't really had a lot of I never, you know, I, but this podcast, you, you speak to a lot like like yourself, you know, you speak to it, but I haven't uh, had a chance to really speak to him. But he's he seems like a super interesting, good person good fighter
1: yeah and a guy that can be like a, a canadian champion in two divisions he's good at 55 he's good at 65 which is like i know guys are pretty much going back and forth like between like 55 65 and 70 but he's one of the guys that has fought the most constant the most consistent at that weight at 65 and man like he's when you turn on like a btc or prospect event like with Jamie, yeah. he's on there you know you're gonna want to watch that shit
0: yeah, BTC they put on great shows, man. They're they're like, you know, when you can pull off a show or like Janie, you know, you like prospect, when you can pull off a show and it's five or six pro fights, you know, we all know how much these events cost and, and when you're, you know, putting on five or six pro fights, high level pro fights too. It's uh it's it's good. They're great promotions.
1: Yeah, of course. And like these guys, they're 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 like they're big dogs. They're like the the, the guys that, the, the Barrios and the, the Jordans from TKO. Like, yeah. Biking like, back in the 2017, 2018.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They're the face. As, like them and Asenza. Yeah.
1: Asenza, Hudson. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's right. All right. Cool. Perfect. Number 13.
1: Oh, yeah. Jamie Siraj. Man. The one,
0: the one and only.
1: Yup. Gotta say that I've overlooked that guy many times. And, like, I, I've done lists. And, like, I had hella comments. Like, where the fuck is Jamie Siraj? And every time I was, like, <laughs> oh shit, that's true, where the fuck is Jamie Siraj, why do I always forget about that guy, so I'm not forgetting about that guy right now, he, <laughs> like, he deserves to be on the list, deserves to be like man, in the upper half of the, 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 the list, like in the top 15 best fighters in Canada, he's on a streak man in what's probably the best division in the country like to be quite honest, so man that guy, like he can fight like the the Alawis, the Arnets and the, all these guys tomorrow morning and like man, he, he good chance of winning to be honest this guy is really really good can be in the ufc like can be picked up on a short notice fight and he would fare pretty well
0: Fantastic. Yeah. I think he's a, he's a great kid, but he's, I know he's recently like he's dealing with some health issues right now. Um, he's just coming back over that, which is great to see. He seems like he's kind of got that figured out and uh, man, what a fun guy. Another guy, fucking fun to watch, man. Like just brings it. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. like, like doesn't mind getting in the pocket and, but technical as hell too. And they, and I, I, they all come from that kind of tight knit out there with Tristan and Dejon and all that. I don't, I always say Dejon's name wrong. I think.
1: Deckon,
0: yeah, Deacon. I is, don't it, know. is it
1: Dayan? I don't it's know.
0: Dayan, that's right. Dayan. Dayan, I don't know. We'll just that's enough for that name, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, All right, buddy, yeah. Jamie, uh, let's hopefully we see him back in the mix here. Two tough, he's like champion, two two uh promotions, is he not?
1: Yep, yep, I believe so.
0: Yeah, yeah, um, that's hard.
1: It's an it's it's, it's be, it became hard to follow because there, there, there hasn't been Evan so for so long that like. Pfft, Who's champion where? I don't know, <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. know man. I'll just
0: wait.
1: Yeah. I'll just wait till they announce something. I'll be, Oh yeah, that's true. That guy's champion over there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> i don't really yeah. know anymore. Everybody
0: gets a belt at our, our next event. Just yeah, like exactly. competitor belt.
1: All right. Right.
0: Let's get into number 12.
1: Brad Katona. Just had some fight news about Brad Katona. He's signed for a promotion in Europe and he's going to be fighting for the, the bantamweight belt. Uh, Kinda think the ufc did him dirty a little bit
0: seems so he took like he took two like he
1: won won two fights then lost two close fights to like murab who is absolutely a a fucking beast and on Azur, who we have just seen again colt smith pretty good like a pretty fucking good fighter so he just lost two great fighters after winning two he's two and two and they they just like let him go like that they don't resign him
0: it's I'll interesting know. you know it's i wonder why that happens so much like
1: but like i know that he's like a more like stress strategic fighter he's not the he's not the brawler type he's gonna like look to pick his shots look for takedowns but there's many guys like this in the ufc so i'll know why him not and the other yes like it's weird i think they did him dirty to be honest like he's good he's a really good fighter
0: it wouldn't be the first
1: yeah exactly <laughs> and he's still a good prospect he's like eight and two and like, yeah. like how do you let go like maybe you pick up like a like let's say i want to bash the guy because he's amazing but like kevin Kroom. let's say they pick up kevin Kroom, then he wins two and loses two the guy is like 23 and 13 something like that like yeah okay. like <laughs> he's ne- he's never gonna be elite in the ufc so you, you cut him but like eight and two guy yeah is like only getting better and he's not even in the prime of his career Especially gonna, in Canada,
0: it's a weird like yeah. uh, that's the thing. Like they, they talk about how, like Dana, you hear them talk about you know Canada's market they want to bring back and grow. But you know, I I will say like I give a shout out to like Dodge Sports and those guys, man. Like they they seem to be yeah. compiling a lot of Canadian talent, which is great. I love seeing that.
1: Yeah, dodge sport, and uh, I know Jay R- Jeremy Rubin's doing some work now with uh, like he, Jeremy Rubin, too. If I found the CFFC fights for Yuan and uh, Mancini, and we've got like Danny Rubenstein, who's, who's got like plenty of guys in Canada too, and yeah. like this guy is, like really connected and shit. So that that's a Dufort just signed with him. We're gonna to speak about Dufort soon. So I'm
0: nice, gonna... nice, cool, awesome. Number eleven.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jason Sago. That's one. Of, that's another guy. I. Oh man. Like. Yeah. A black belt that wants to grapple, man. That's what I want to see. That, <laughs> like, I, 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 love it so much when guys could pull guard, and I'd be so fucking happy. But Sago is good, like, man, great fighter. His hands really got better. Another guy that I found kind of weird that he got cut, to be honest.
0: Yeah, it's a, that was yeah. a fight. He lost to Gilbert, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. I like Gilbert. Like that's a real tough match for you. Like, and I think Sago's one of those natural smaller like he fought at one fifty five, but you look at the difference between him and Gilbert, like he was probably half his size, or you know, like he's a smaller yeah, yeah. guy. I think he
1: guy. he wanted to fight at 45 at some point.
0: He did come, didn't he fight in BTC once?
1: Yeah, I, I'm not sure, but I, I know I heard that he wanted to, to cut down or maybe he fought like at in BTC, and they told our next fight he would like to. I don't quite remember, but I know that like there was some talk of it. But like in Canada, the, this guy can fight at 55 and like be one of the most elite guys and probably yeah. be champion any promotion. So, yeah. like, why cut ten more
0: pounds? Yeah, true enough. If if that's uh, it's funny. We did talk to Sago when we were doing our first event. So I'd like he's a guy that you know. I think if you offered him the right person, the right opponent, I think you could get him on a card pretty easily, but it's like, uh, we like, we'll see, you know, he's, he's a real classy guy. I think he's, he's focusing a lot on his gym out here, Summerside MMA, which is, he's doing fantastic things, which is good to see. So he's really talented. Good but
1: yeah, but you can see that this guy, like, he kind of had a brain for the, for the game. Like, he knew how it worked. So I, I'm not if this guy has a gym and like is, is like coaching guys, and I'm not surprised at all. Like, he,
0: yeah, it's it's he it's funny. He moved out here with Paul Abel, who's another uh, coach from on, Ontario there, and Paul moved out here and started his his club Wolf Run. And Jason is kind of like a. I guess an affiliate of that called Summerside MMA. And he's got lots of kids' classes and lots of really good. Uh, his student John Steele fought on our first card and did really well. And uh yeah, big big uh on, on the school right now, I think. But be nice to see him fight again. Yep. All okay, right.
1: so number 10, my man Michael Dufort, Mike Doofy. From my hometown of Saint Gas Richelieu, man, represent this guy is like. I spoke about him like many times probably the best grappler with who i i rolled in my whole life this guy is like he doesn't even know what he's doing he's just doing it and like i've seen this guy like going to open mats and like tapping out black belts in the gi never a gi. like wore a gi like three times was to get his blue belt
0: get his purple belt and like (laughs) just natural killers right oh
1: yeah that was like I don't understand how how's this guy doing and like his ends are getting better. This guy's good. He's not fighting as often as I as I wanted, but he I, like I said, he just signed with Daniel Rubinstein who is, like, he's representing, like, uh, Jesse Ronson, Malcolm Gordon, but he's also got, I think, Peter Jan, uh, Michel Pereira, and, like, pl- plenty UFC, like, nice. top-level UFC fighters. Cool. So now, like, he's with he's with a good management. He's going to get the shots. Just made his passport. Like, I don't know how many uh, years without a passport. It's been for a divorce, but now he has a passport. He's ready, like, to look for fights. Huge. I know there was talks for him maybe to fight in Brazil, but I, I don't think this this worked out it, like the timeline wasn't working but like he'll be back in action 7-3 but 7-3 lost his two first pro fight the, the guy fought at like 18 year old first pro fight fucking kyle nelson uh took him to a split decision
0: jesus uh, wow yeah, 18 so, years old right eh?
1: And like he lost his two first fights and he's like seven and one since then so this guy and he, he he's fought black belts he's getting tkos now Ends are getting better and like he's not afraid to just punch somebody on the ground, which he was never doing before. It was just like trying to grapple the shit out of you, but like 100% Jiu and now his game, it's evolved so much. He's one of the main training partners uh, from the Canadian Gangster, cause they're, they're at yeah. the same weight. And like the, it shows on his game, like uh, all the people at H2O there, they've done an amazing job with him. And like this guy, maybe not really known elsewhere than in Quebec, but that's the guy that's going to pop up Sunday in the UFC. You're going to be man, what the fuck? I don't know this guy, but he's pretty good.
0: Awesome. I love that, man. I love the passion, you know, when you speak about him too, because, hey, when I had him on the podcast, and still, like, he's one of those guys that he supports. He's just a genuine guy. He gets it, you know, and I've watched him fight too, like that fight versus Jesse Ronson. You're fighting in your hometown in the big crowds. You handled it like a boss. He's, he's on the right track. I think you hit the nail on the head exactly. The kid's a star. And-
1: uh, yeah, exactly. When, like, your only loss in eight years is a split decision to <laughs> just do yeah. five round fight. Like, you're doing something good. Yeah. It looked
0: really good. In yeah, the yeah, too, yeah right? exactly. It looked so. really,
1: really good. It was a close call. Like, to yeah. me, I was cage side. I was flipping out that night, man. Oh. <laughs> good like- for you. Oh man, I'll know because the fight after was my my, my boy Adam against Cyril Gan, and like <laughs> that wasn't like the best experience to be quite honest.
0: Man. Do you have press passes? Or yeah, 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 nice, awesome. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. cool, man.
1: Stefan <laughs> Patry always did me good, man. He, yeah. he's, a, he's a controversial figure, but like, I, I hey,
0: love like hey, yeah. there's lots of people you know that I've talked to, like, like Mark Hominick, for example, who I know, like. Never say a bad thing. Like there's people who never say a bad thing. So you know, I promotion's a tough goddamn business, right? So he's all I know is he's he's done a lot for Canadian MMA. I definitely know that. So
1: yeah, no, for sure.
0: All right, number nine.
1: Oh, number nine, another one of my good friends, the big cat, Jesse (laughs) (laughs) Arnett. Yeah, seen him at your show. Uh, Seen him, like, all over the place, been, like, a champion. Another guy that I think started his career, like, one and three, and then won, like, 12 straight fights, choking everybody out. Uh, I had a rougher patch, like, lately, but, like, that's against Nate Madness, who's in the UFC, and fucking Josh Hill, who is... Fucking Josh Hill. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh. yeah. yeah. So like uh, man, he still he still got it. Seen him last fight, man. Uh, Adam McDougal's real legit talent. Like uh, doesn't have much fights, but every fight he, he like he's putting on the show. And like Jesse Arnett, like really showed his experience and showed that he was a superior fighter. And that, that's not uh, that's not a small feat, man. Been doing it for so long too, and still they're still like angry to fight. Man, and this guy's crazy, man. Oh, my God. This guy's fucking
0: nuts. <laughs> I got to say, man, I love the guy. Like, he, the messages he would send me, man, just, like, oh, yeah. I, like, straight, I love him. Like, just a hilarious guy. He did a lot for our brand. Like, he came out, like, I would listen to him talk to, like, the young, like, you know, these guys have, like, they're no fights, amateurs. Just, like, this is a guy who's got 25 pro fights here. Who's fought on, a like, a world level with TKO and world level guys, and, he, he was really cool. He he handled it like a boss and came out here. That was, like you say he had nothing to gain from that fight either. You know, really. Yeah. Like Adam's super tough, but he's got a sixteen and five record, like or fifteen and six record, sorry.
1: Yeah, like for people who didn't know, it was like either Jesse run uh, not Jesse, Jesse Runs, Jesse Arnett beat a guy that he was supposed to beat, or Jesse Arnett lost to a guy that was he was supposed to beat. So he had like basically nothing to, to win. But, man, he just want to fight. He he wants to to be active. He still believes that, like, he can make it to either the UFC or uh, somewhere that he's going to get bigger paydays. And, like, man, we've seen it, like, with guys recently. I I was just talking about, like, Kevin Croom, fucking Derek Minner, man, who won the UFC fight, like, surprising TJ Laramie. Like, these guys, they, they can make it in the UFC later in their careers. And, like, maybe they'll never become, like, top 10 fighters. But when they come in... Just their experience alone makes them, like, good middle-of-the-pack fighters. They're already ready, like, to compete with great guys that have been there for a while, and, like, they're going to hold their own. And Jesse Arnett, absolutely that guy.
0: Yeah, I agree. Well, um, you just go back to that Johnny Bedford fight. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Fucking. Or, like, that's just one of them, man. One of them. Great, great pick. Great guy. Shout out to Jesse.
1: Of course, man. My guy.
0: Living on the road, doing, moving. Whatever he's got to do. All right, number eight.
1: (laughs) Number eight. Oh, man. Canadian legend, Shaolin Shane Campbell. Man, this guy's like, if you want exciting fights, knockouts, like beautiful fucking Muay Thai. Shane Campbell, man. It's another guy that if you were listening to the Canadian scene, you know, you've seen in in the UFC, you've seen his crazy Dragon Ball move in the the (laughs) World Series of Fighting. Like, (laughs) you know that guy. He's absolutely amazing. And like one of my favorite fighters, him and Jesse Ronson, for a while, there, there, there have been like two uh, the f- fighters that people don't know that much about, but like they're like cold favorite of yours, like Shane Campbell, Jesse Ronson, always been that for me, and like it's always gonna be like that. This guy's super yeah. fucking amazing.
0: Really, he's the well, He's like that all-around martial artist. Like he's he's good everywhere, you know. And he's did you ever see that video of him breaking the baseball bat with his leg? Like <laughs> like it was like a Louisville Slugger. And he like Muay Thai with like just snapped it with his leg right in half. I was just like, oh my god, like he's yeah. a bad bad man.
1: Yeah, that body kick knockout his last fight in the unified. I I, I believe it was absolutely.
0: Who was all I, again? I, I,
1: I, no, it was it, it was in the, the one pick me. I think.
0: Oh, okay. Yes, that's right. Yeah, the
1: body right. kicked him like he—he he was a he, pickney was circling and he just like put his toe straight on the liver as the guy was circling like away from his kick. Wonderful, and this yeah. guy is so wonderful.
0: Yeah, it's too bad he, he's fought in Russia a couple times, I think, too, didn't he?
1: Yeah, but like he—I he, think he fought at the same time Bowser fought over there, and like that's right. And Russia's. I wanna say it's the new Brazil, but it's it's the new Brazil, man. Like often you see like like foreign fighters go there and lose really weird split decisions. Like now, to the Russian fighters. Yeah, like. yeah, yeah. So man.
0: Well that's like, I think Kaleida I think that's what happened to him too. You know, there's one he he definitely it was a it was an odd fight to lose, we'll say, but all right. <laughs> On to number seven.
1: Oh shit, that's like a bright, bright prospect. Guy that is gonna be like in the UFC sooner rather than later. AJ, Aaron, Jeffrey. Uh, Man like this guy's the real deal Like the complete package super athletic explosive great hands great wrestling intelligent fighter good fight iq he knows like uh, when he fought joe valley knew that it was a super tall guy with a long reach with good striking just put him against the fence roughed him up there just like the kane velasquez approach just separated landed a flurry got back into the clinch like he knows his way around the fight yeah. and like, when he, he comes into the cage, he knows, like, to beat that guy, I got to do this and this and this. And he just, like, executes the game plan.
0: Yeah. He's fun to watch. He's another guy. Like, you. that's exactly right. Like, he's a smart fighter. And he seems to be, again, doing all the right things. Like, he's putting himself in these positions to go and get fights. Like, he's just coming off a win, I believe, in Florida, correct? Yeah, he fought
1: recently the, the same night, uh, I think, as a, one of the CFFC events.
0: Oh, that's right too. That's yeah, right. Yeah,
1: because I think Jasmine was fighting too. So
0: that's right. Down in Florida, like I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's Strike, Strike Hard Promotions. That's the one Pal's fighting. Right. On. That's
1: that. Yeah. That yeah. That that wasn't that. Uh, I'm pretty sure. But May. Oh man, May oh, was a Brazilian.
0: He was a yeah. Brazilian promotion. Something SF, SF or something. Anyway, long story short, it was uh, another good performance by the guy. Hey, eh? like I
1: killed the fuck out of that guy, man.
0: He did. <laughs> he did. He looked good. It's like coming off, you know, you, you know, he went to the Contender Series, but you know, Brendan Allen—that's who you're oh, going to
1: Fuck, man, Brendan <laughs> Allen is like. Uh M and Kevin Allen. I like them so Kevin Allen is like my my favorite fight. Yeah. Basically, this guy's so amazing. But Brendan Allen, too, is like so long and lanky, but like he doesn't strike at all. He just like body locks the shit out of you and jumps on your back. And yeah, sometimes yeah. he gets wrecked in the process, but he's so tough that he finally gets there he and is. chokes you out. And,
0: he is and, tough. Yeah. What what do you think about the Kevin Holland fight there this week? He's hilarious, man. He oh, is man. so uh, fun to watch.
1: Like Basically, I I don't care if he wins, loses, yeah. like, he does both at the same time. I just want him to be in there and like like there are people that are trash talking. He's just speaking, like he's just trying to have a conversation with his opponent. Like <laughs> he's hilarious, man. It's guys, like we need guys like this, man. He's so weird, so out there. Like you know.
0: yeah, it's not it's not fake, like it's just so naturally there when oh, he like, yeah. when he, was, like, he goes to Dana. That was a draw. That was a draw <laughs> yeah. like you
1: know that guy in school like you couldn't shut him up
0: yeah yeah, yeah. Like,
1: you know this guy was like just peeking and asking all kinds of questions and
0: like, <laughs> that's him <laughs> of course number but, six
1: oh yeah alex morgan man
0: tough, needs, to yeah, needs to
1: fight yeah that's been because man this guy like lost to jordan fucking beat tj laramie twice uh, he's there, man. Like, just needs to fight, get a win, because his last fight was, like, against Jordan. Like, I think Jordan Yeah, was 18, not Yeah, Jordan fought, like, 20 times since then. So, <laughs> but, but Morgan, like, having tough lucks with the, 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 the COVID and the injuries and, like, the, the bookings falling through and signed with that promotion, but finally they wasn't going to have uh, an event. And then, like...
0: Who weirdly, did he sign with? Brave?
1: Uh, uh, he, he, signed, he signed with uh I don't, I don't know man it's, it's oh. something that i never heard of basically i think it's a brand new promotion in france
0: oh uh that's right too not icon right?
1: yeah it's, it's, it's a name like this i i don't recall but man yeah like he just needs a fight and a win and like that that's a prime contender for like a short notice contender series fight and this guy really advanced striker another like intelligent fighter too yeah. Like, he's got ends. He's super fast. He's good to keep his distance. But, like, he, he's going to take, like, it's a, a, a time to, to, to read you, to calculate his stuff. And, like, when he's ready, he's going to get you because, like, he can lull you to sleep a little bit. Like, just he's taking his read. He's fighting, like, slow-paced fight. And now when he has his read, he's ready. And, that it comes so quick that just g- gets you off. And, like, man, he's good. Like, he, yeah. I beat TJ Laramie twice. And TJ Laramie yeah. is, 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 like, Even if he lost his first fight, a top-level prospect. This guy's going to go far. We're going to look at TJ Laramie's record and look at, like, what the fuck was that guillotine loss, like, six wins ago.
0: Yeah, yeah, learning experience, you know. He he, he seems to have handled it well, too. But there was a lot of bad blood between those guys, too. Like, I didn't realize, like, there was a shit ton of bad blood between them.
1: Yep. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Man, I I feel like maybe, like, TJ's... I know he's like an intense guy, but he's calm usually before his fights. And when he fought Morgan, man, I, I'll know, like there was some,
0: yeah like, his
1: emotions kind of went a little bit at the, at the press conference at the face off and like he pushed him and like, there was something off like about TJ uh, yeah. that, that, that week. I was like, man, that's not like his the behavior he has usually. And like it showed in the fight, but look how he's rebounded since.
0: Yeah, that's it. Very cool. Professional. Yep. All right, number five.
1: Number five, Xavier like we Like now, we're getting like into like elite levels. Yeah, like guys that I basically don't know why why they're not in the UFC or guys like that are not in the UFC anymore in some cases, like on the list. But as for Xavier Laui, like, I don't know why he's not there. <laughs> Basically, I don't know. We've seen him like pretty much handle like everyone that, that that was in his way, and he lost some really close fights, but like never really got like we've never seen Xavier we get schooled in a fight. Like he, he's really good.
0: So oh, I just lost you there for a second. Sorry.
1: Okay, like I was saying, like we like we we've never seen him get schooled in a fight. He's he's always like. Even if he lost some, he was always really competitive. He's like he's elite level fighter in Canada, like basically. And I know I think he's in Abu Dhabi now, like uh, fighting for. Um,
0: he's fighting for Brave, isn't he?
1: No, UAE Warriors or maybe UAE. Brave. Yeah, it's it's one of those two. I think it's the same one as Karim. So I think it's UAE Warriors. Oh yeah, UAE.
0: You uh, yeah, UW. Yeah, U- yeah. Where's he? He's a TriStar guy, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, TriStar guy. And I, I think he's got his uh, his own gym now, like 360 Punch, where there, there's some guys that train over there. But There's many TriStar guys that kind of have their gym, but they go, like, for the main group trainings and yeah. stuff at TriStar. Like, we've been saying Bantamweight's probably the best division in Canada. T- no, that's my, uh, my battery. Oh. You okay? Yeah, I'm okay. I'll just put on the...
0: Yeah, that's all right. The,
1: the webcam from the computer. But yeah, yeah, he, um, no, he's just great, man. He, yeah, he, and they they got, are, yeah.
0: sorry, sorry, go ahead.
1: No, I had nothing left to say.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, done, I'm, I'm done. with you, Xavier. So oh. yeah, there's a lot of those guys it seems, and girls who seem to like they veer off from TriStar and have their own little. I saw a jujitsu club there. I'm not sure what it, it's kind of popped up or, or Taza and those they were training. I don't know what it's called. It's like uh, just. Pure jujitsu. jitsu
1: Yeah, yeah. Is it the Mizu or something? Yeah, like Mizu. Yeah, yeah. I know there's like some crazy rules over there. Uh, Canadian, Canadian gangster told me about that. Oh, I was okay. supposed to, to, to go before the COVID, but uh, maybe after, man. You
0: know, know, our our rule at our club, come in and roll. That's it. Don't give a shit what, where you're from, what club you're from, you know.
1: Yeah, so, no, I, but the, I, that's what we need, man. Yeah. That's yeah. what we need. Because yeah. like like we, we were speaking before, it's cool to roll with you, like your buddies, your guys, but man, you know them. And like in Quebec, we don't have tournaments. Like we don't, man. It's fucking, it's not, even it's not COVID shit. It's like not legal. We, we don't have it. Yeah. So we, we need to go to Ontario and stuff. So it's just fun sometimes to go in another gym and roll with some other people where it's not like a tournament atmosphere because we don't yeah. want to like go really hard. But man, just... Test your game against other people that you don't know by heart because my my yeah. people in the gym, like I know this guy is Kimura Trap guy and that other guy. <laughs> is, so, man, like yeah. we're just canceling each other out for six minutes. Or something. It's just exercise
0: at that point. You know, you're, you're growing, I guess, still. But it's yeah, it's it's funny, you know, like because when I used to do all these jujitsu things, I remember like getting all these there's promoters would message me. And I was like, oh my God, there's so much goddamn drama up there. And then they were calling them one another and now it's all shut down. It's disappointing. But I think it's like out here on the East coast, there's rogue, uh, rogue grappling. They do some tournaments and then there's another guy, Nick, who does like we're doing our Kumite just to keep our brand going, but we'll go back into MMA, uh, very soon. But you, sh- they should be given free registration to anybody from Quebec to come down and compete.
1: Yeah, man, but, like, uh,
0: fuck. a long-ass trip, though.
1: Fuck, uh, yeah. For a medal. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, for jiu-jitsu, man. Yeah.
0: All right, all right. We kind of segued off there. Sorry, folks. Number four.
1: Yoni Sherbatov. Yeah. What are you going to say about this guy? He's, like, he's the real deal, man. He's been, like, only lost to elite-level people. He got caught once by a weird-ass submission in the ACB uh, yeah, yeah. It at the time, but against a, a really, really good guy that's that still having success now in his career and lost to, to Malcolm Gordon too. But, like, man, I don't really know about his future, though. Like, to be honest, I know he's like he's really focused on his gym. I know yeah. he's putting a lot of time in uh, Charles Jourdain. Like yeah. Jordan is going over there to, to train with him and he only has really like brought him a another way to look at it because like Jourdain is kind of always been like a guy that it was doing he was doing things his way. And like he had coaches, but like if he felt like not doing that or doing that instead of that, like he would do it, but like he only really put him like in a like professional setting and cool. like you're going to be there like at 5am and you're going to do sprints or you're going to eat that. And you're going to, and like Charles has really been enjoying that. And he feels like it's going to really help his game because uh, I, I feel like Jordan, like people talk about his takedown defense is stuff, but like, I feel that he's too reckless. Like it's not that he's not good at defending takedown. He's fucking running after guys trying to like take their heads off. So uh, experienced guy like Andre Fili is going to do, like make that adjustment and just take him down, like make yeah. him commit, then take him down. And like the fact that they're like, now they're filming his pairing. So they, they're they looking back at, at his sparing sessions and look at a small thing that he's cool. doing. They're watching tapes on opponents and shall is is ends on with that too. So like, I feel like it's really gonna change something in this game, and it's mostly because of like Yoni Sherbatov and like Fabio Alanda and all these guys, of course. But like Yoni has been like a huge influence in that. So not only in the cage, he's like one of the the greatest fighter we have in Canada, but also like outside of the cage, like helping other fighters in Quebec and like see Charles Jordan, probably the brightest Canadian prospect like that yeah Like when you look at like ability, but star power, charisma, this guy he has something. Like he he's has all
0: he looked really good in his last fight, man. Yeah, really exactly. Good.
1: Man, he's really young in his career, all, and uh, just losing split decisions to top fifteen guys.
0: Yeah, pretty good. So yeah, Yoni, I, I, I don't know, like you know, it was it was close. There was there was a couple of close rounds there, man. Yeah, yeah, was. no.
1: Even Desmond Green, like he, he, I never thought he was gonna be able to do shit against Desmond Green because Desmond Green his old style is to not make you do shit. Like, he's a neutralizer. He yeah. neutralizes people, makes them look bad. Like, even, like, Mirbek Tysumov threw, like, 50 strikes against uh, Desmond Green. And Jordan, no, didn't win, but, like, fought his fight and, like, took it to him. And, man, I feel like, at the end, the momentum was kind of shifting. Yeah. In
0: mm-hmm. So What about like, his brother? Is his brother... Uh,
1: in- his brother, man, that... Uh, like, if you think Charles is crazy, man, Louis... It's fucking nuts. It's like TJ and Tony. And, like, that we've is. seen Louis fight Tony. Like, they're the two loose cannons. Like, the younger brothers, they're fucking crazy. So, <laughs> Louis, like, man, fuck. I, I, I heard he was fighting in November. I don't know where. I don't, I don't know what's the plan. But, like, I know that uh, when Shao was fighting last UFC, uh, they, they had a guy pull out. And Louis, he was he was kind of pegged yeah. as If this guy that we've called to come can't come, you'll get the fight. And finally, the guy, like, he was able to come. He was able to get his... I know he was, like, still under contract with Combate. And they were like, hey, man, you haven't asked for your release and blah, blah, blah. But they figured all that shit out. And finally, the guy came. But, like, Louis was like there and ready to help so like they remember him like they remember yeah. him. So, like they know he's the younger brother of that guy that they they seem to like because every time child's fighting like he, he's got the like vignettes on ufc canada they're giving him like some airtime some promo packages and so like they, they know they know Louis Jourdain. So
0: yeah, well it's he, funny they haven't taken advantage of that because to me that's brilliant, like that's perfect having these two kids, like these two brothers, like that's a story coming out of Quebec. Like that's a big yeah, market so. for them.
1: Yeah, but I think Louis is just like five and two, something like that. So maybe like they I guess they want him to have a couple more fights before like getting him in. But if, if he fights two times, wins two, he's seven and two. That's like a UFC entry level, yeah. major, I guess.
0: Yeah, very so, true.
1: So may, maybe close.
0: Well, his Instagram's good anyway.
1: Yeah, no, they they're,
0: they're good at like promoting themselves. They they get the whole the whole thing, man. Like they seem to be pro. Like you know, obviously Charles is, but Louis seems to be a pro just as well already. Like you know, he yeah. knows what he's doing.
1: Yeah. But so yeah. and uh like lots of that because of y- Yoni Sherbatov. Like he's playing a huge role in these guys' careers. So. Like, that's why I wanted to put him that high on the list, because, like, he's one of, like, if you exclude this, he's still one of the best fires in yeah. Canada. But, like, with all that he's doing for, like, other guys, and, like, he's a pioneer, man.
0: Yeah, no, no question. He's a
1: pioneer for the game right now in Canada. So, uh, shout-outs to, to Yoni for that. And really mm-hmm. good guy to really, like, fun to talk to and, like, good people.
0: Super talented. That's, uh, where do you, where is, is Jim's rating? Uh... It's uh, It's Laval. In Laval, okay, yeah. just outside Quebec City. Interesting. Yeah, it's Sherbatov MMA, right? Yep. Yeah, they,
1: they got one. I think they got one like in in Montreal too.
0: Oh, nice. Good for The, him. the
1: main the main gym is in Laval, so. Uh, nice.
0: Yep. Charlotte so. Yoni. All right, number three.
1: Number three, seen him recently, and like this guy's for real, Anthony Romero uh kind of bummed out he didn't get the contract i felt like basically he was one of the most ufc ready guys on that card and like the, the, the way that he fought the way that he was like intelligent with his fight iq and stuff uh, like he fought it real even if the guy was on one leg the, the, he was tough he was hitting hard and like yeah. he, didn't, he didn't let himself get carried into the type of fight that is like, oh, no, I'm going to finish this guy. And you do something wrong and you get knocked the fuck out. And yeah. like, the other guy automatically gets the UFC deal. So, like, he didn't get the deal, but made a good impression. And, like, he's still undefeated. Still a super bright prospect. I think he's fighting, like, s- since 2017 or something. Absolutely yeah. crazy like <laughs> that. Like, <laughs> his pro career, the first pro fight 2017. And he's already 8-0. and And, like, man, top yeah. three pound-for-pound fighter in Canada.
0: Yeah. He's a stud. He, that's the thing. It's, it's, you know, I kind of look at that though. I kind of almost look at that as he didn't get the contract as the UFC does that on purpose to create hype around him because he's such a neutral kind of he looks like a GSP type. Yeah, he's got that he GSP vibe. Yeah, but he, the, the UFC likes that controversy, and I'm like, I almost wonder if they, they're like, you're, because he's gonna be there. Like, there's no question. Right. So they're almost like, we want a little more hype around you, and this is gonna do it by not giving you the contract. People are gonna hate us more and follow you more. I don't know if they did that or not, but it, it sucks for Anthony. But he's the kid's. He's again another guy who does all the right things. Speaks well, handles himself well. Looks great in the cage.
1: Yeah, and like like uh, Zachary Paul has been telling me, like one of the most like polite and respectful guys that there is, and like always in the gym, always working out. And like Zach told me, a guy that you can go in and spar with him for five rounds at a good pace, like a, a pace that would be comparable to a fight, but that like the guy is not hurting you. He's like the best. Uh, like his it's a like, partner that you can have because you can go at him like and fight a real high paced fight and like real good sparring but he's never gonna hurt you. He's like really good to control like his movements when he's pairing it, so that makes him like a, an amazing training partner. And from a gym, man, Niagara Todd team like yeah. always new guys coming from that place. And they're going to have like some real good people in the UFC really soon. Like Anthony, AJ, they're going to have Jasmine. And even there's, there's a guy coming up at Bantamweight, Tishe Gautro That guy's going to be like, – Yeah, he is
0: fantastic Yeah, really,
1: he's really good. I was so impressed by his first pro fight, man. That was absolutely crazy. <laughs> yeah. The guy on his first pro fight that like is – having like all the good reflexes and he's fighting a good guy and he's getting hurt at some point, but like he's not reacting badly to anything and he's putting in uh, like, he's getting hurt, but still clearly winning the fight and like really impressive performance. So all these guys at the NTT, they're really good. And I think Romero's kind of with AJ, the the, the front runner to be that first guy in the UFC that really like takes that gym to to another level on a more mainstream uh, platform
0: yeah that's it's it's really great to see uh i don't know how you feel about a favor, but i feel like because we're all kind of the same age like well i'm 40 but we're all kind of like 40 and under like when you look at everybody like chris and rory and all the tanner and, and like from east coast to west coast everybody's kind of young and everybody's coming up together whether we all know each other or not if you're an mma fan it's kind of cool to see this whole second generation come up together and it, like those people leading the way like Anthony and uh AJ is is great to see I think it's fantastic for our country and jazz too she's not oh yeah own. yeah yeah,
1: no man it's like I feel that now we're having like a a, a crop of like amazing prospects because like if we look just two or three years back at the, the TKO era we had like the the Barrio Jourdain, of course, Cyril Gunn just yeah. came and went because he was just so fucking good. He had no business there. Yeah. But uh, like and there was like other guys that the Alex Morgan was was in, in that crop of guy. We had Adam Daichka who's boxing now, Estrania Gavrilovic. and like these guys they're they're really good, but I feel like the, the, the new crop of prospects that are coming up right now, man, like there's there's some like championship level prospects coming from Canada right now that have like very few profiles And that's why I want to finish that list because I want to shout them out like just after I, I get yeah. a list of them. And like these, like the guys that I'm naming, they're they're the best fighters in Canada, but like within the next year or two, the prospects that I'll be naming will be in that list or will be in the UFC and will be like wrecking everything.
0: Yeah, I like, agree.
1: It's a good time to be a, a Canadian MMA fan right now
0: it is it really is the scene is pumping covid or not all right number 2
1: the best air in the game <laughs> my favorite weed smoker elias <laughs> teodoru <laughs> oh man fucking weird ass style like he, like like he said sometimes like i got to try to figure out what what i'm doing like he doesn't <laughs> like he's so weird in the cage man but it it, it works out and like say what you're gonna say about him, man. I think it's pretty uh, entertaining.
0: Yeah, it's interesting how he got cut. Like it's to, that's another weird. No, thing. that like,
1: that was like crazy. that was bullshit. But like, man, we could have predicted it.
0: Yeah, well, that's it. they they don't like that kind of style fighter, I guess. But like,
1: it's but it's like he had some not bad fights, but some weird fights that maybe like. Like as an hardcore fan, I like it because it sounds so weird and like it, it's interesting the way it, it unfolds. But maybe for more casual audiences, they're like, "What the fuck is that guy doing?" Like, the is <laughs> yeah. throwing some weird backfists and like, "What the fuck is that?" And he's kind of like doing noise backstage with the weed stuff and like.
0: Yeah, that's kind of like, what I thought. Maybe. yeah, I
1: mean, you, you know Dana, man, like hanging out at Trump rallies and stuff. You know, he's probably not like the biggest weed supporter out there. Yeah, so that's he's very true. like, like if you're gonna be a weird ass fighter, but just shut your mouth and do your stuff, like there's no problem. But if you're gonna become a problem, which I don't think he was, but like that's maybe I think the way that they perceived it. Yeah,
0: yeah. like
1: man, because he,
0: he seems like a real genuine good person. Like I, I, I don't know. Yeah, no, no, all he's all amazing. On. That,
1: that right. guy's amazing. Like really, he's super, super amazing. Like he often he came to to my gym in Saint Jean. Because uh, he uh, he was training with uh, Julien Leblanc a lot. Yeah. And uh, Yann Pellerin and Barrio. And they all came to, to the gym in Saint-Jean to do some sparrings. Because there were guys like coming from Montreal. Other guys coming from Granby. So Saint-Jean was kind of like the, the middle spot on the South Shore. And Elias, when he was at TriStar, often came. And like super easygoing guy speaking to everybody in the gym. Like, man, he, he's just super cool guy and like i kind of smoke weed so I, I get along with him uh. me too buddy i don't, I'm, I don't <laughs> buy
0: one, man. I'm all good i got one right here no i'm just joking
1: yeah no, no. i got one ready just after i good. gotta go to sleep man
0: no you know it's uh, you know it's as dana as he everybody has their opinions on, on weird different shit. Like, but you know, to me it's, it's a medicine. So it's, I'm not, we're, we're not people who shy away from that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, no. And he, he, he has always like, he's not like that guy speaking for weed and like not having his, like together. He's like, he, he He's got reasons that he wants to be able to have that exemption to, to compete. And like he done his he done his things well. Like it's mm-hmm. not he's just not there like saying some bullshit and causing some problems. No, no, like,
0: he was he got yeah. a really valid cause. Very educated.
1: Kind of sucks that politics are are, are what kind of pushed him out of the UFC because yeah. man, that guy, like he fucking was top 15 middleweight at like Yeah. A loss I of very I, close. I think, think even when he got cut, he was a top 15 middleweight.
0: Yeah, I think he was. Yeah, lost to Derek Brunson, and it can at least just fight in Canada only, huh? Mm. <laughs> yeah. Oh well. Let's go to number one. Okay. Last but not least, first. Last but not least, number Joe
1: Muir uh another like super sad story like hey man you got a weird shit in your brain you can't fight for us anymore and just like gets cut from the ufc after a win only had like a couple of fights two or three fights fought like colby covington (laughs) like on short notice but like one after and like he was one of the brightest prospect really good striker Uh, another guy with a real amazing fight iq knows his way around the cage knows how to move and like the guy that is maybe not the best wrestler but is tough enough to get his hands on with his movement so he like doesn't have to be the the, the best wrestler because it's like Izzy Adesanya like for example you can't like just say oh man that guy's not a good wrestler I'm a wrestling I just try to put your hands on this guy like get your hands around him and that's the same thing for uh Joe Murnier and like this guy man like Elias I I think we maybe could put him like on the same level they're the mo- the most elite guys that are not signed to a major promotion like
0: so is is he when's the last time he's fought he's fought
1: in the Arras. he fought uh, in Arras against a, a super good prospect that is going to be fighting on fight island like on october 3 yeah Nasruddin imavov uh, I think it's like a French but from Russian descent. Okay. Who's training with the uh, Fernalopais? So training with <laughs> the Lapillus brothers and Gan and all these all these guys.
0: Okay. Even
1: even our our good buddy Ian Kutelaba went over there. Oh uh, really? Yeah, that, that hmm. fucking guy. Yeah. So
0: <laughs> he's a nut. That fella.
1: Yeah, and man Joe Mernier for. Uh, I don't know if, like, there's many people that understand French, but there's a podcast coming up with the Canadian gangster, man. There was some crazy shit. I think, like, the ex-boyfriend of Joe's new, like, he he has a new girlfriend, basically, or he has a girlfriend, and his ex-boyfriend kind of came his house with a weapon i don't know what kind of weapon but like to cause problems and joe whipped the shit out of them like it was in the newspapers and stuff and, and he's gonna be like telling that story on the ollie's podcast is gonna um. come on. So that, that's going to be a juicy story from, like, Jeez. the best pound-for-pound pound MMA fight. Like, imagine, like, you want to cause some trouble, and you end up at the door of the best pound-for-pound pound uh. MMA fighter in Canada.
0: <laughs> Not a good decision in any so way, shape, or form. Super it, better bat. Be, it better be a bat that has, like, knives all over it or something, because you're screwed pretty much.
1: Yeah, I uh, think it, I I think the guy got his old shit broke, man. To be uh, to be honest. So and, and,
0: and he probably had to crawl out of there, lose his pride. He had no yeah. pride anyway. He already got it. No, exactly.
1: Man, what the fuck are you doing? Like going creep. to people's house trying to Fucking creep. I don't know. Yup. Okay, so man, I just wanted to shout out some prospects, like real quick. Like these guys, they're the they're the next wave, they're the people that we're gonna be talking about. We've spoke a little bit about Christian Larson, so I got him on here. T.J. Galtrow, Justin Condi.
0: Justin Condi.
1: Yeah. Loopy Godinez, Alex O'Neill, Series City, Achilles Estremadura, Kyron Cameron, our boy, Johan Lennis,
0: <laughs>
1: Jasmine Jezidaviches, Ergis Segeta, zachary powell and my top three like i i i have really super fucking eye hopes in these three guys that I, I even ranked them like over the, the powell and Lennis, who like we've seen that they're amazing prospects but these three men special people Matteo vogel mm-hmm. serge dankos isaac Blit.
0: interesting serge dankos it's it's funny you mentioned him man because i saw him I don't know where – I think it was, like, his first fight in TKL, and I was like, Jesus, that yeah, kid man. is going to be a star.
1: Yeah, and Isaac, too, these two guys, man, they're level. – they've been training with uh, Sifu Patrick Marcel since Yeah, They're, like, I don't know, like 11, 10, like, man, they're crazy. I, I, I'm not shitting you, man. Every time I go to the Gatineau, like, I can go into the gym at any moment, and I'm sure that – Three people are going to be there, that Sifu, that Isaac Blay and Serge Dankles. Like, they're going to be there fucking, like, kicking some steel pipes or <laughs> doing some crazy spinning shit on the bags and, like – they're, they're amazing strikers. They're amazing grapplers. They're athletic. They're explosive. And there's like, they're always in the gym. There's not a moment that they're not in the gym and training and getting better. So these two, Yen, yeah, they're super young, like 22, 23 wow. years old. Man, it's crazy. Like, guy's the
0: limit, man. Yeah, Sky's for the, the these two
1: guys. And Matteo, man, Matteo, is grappling is like, he's got a next factor with his grappling the tick. If this guy, and he's he's working with Crew Jeff and with Rob Thomas, man, today, on his striking, and it's just only going to get better from there. That guy, man, never fought amateur. First fight ever, pro fight, fucking submitted James Clark, I believe. That like, was per- his
0: first? He never had an amateur fight? fight? Oh, you yeah. had the right, actually. Pro
1: amateur fight, first fucking fight ever. I don't know if his first or second fight was James Clark, but I think it was his first one. Then second one, he fought, like, Stefan Lavoie at 45. When he's a 35er and defeated him too, like crazy yeah. potential. These three guys, uh, Blair Vogel and Dankos.
0: The spider is he, is he? Is that why they call him the spider because he's grappling, or is it, or is this is oh, spider because right. his limbs? What's his?
1: Yeah, this a, like this guy is a crazy back taker. Like, he, he takes your back and he's got a weird way to, to close like a body triangle. And and yes, for his grappling, but too for his striking. This guy's super agile. Like super agile, and you can fly like in the air, and spinning kick the your your face, man. That's pretty- See,
0: The thing is, like I, I will say, like with all these prospects and stuff, well, like what we'd like to do out here is like do tournaments. We're look, but I think like, bet- well, not between you and I, we're on a goddamn podcast, but we're 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 gonna get the go ahead soon to do uh, events very soon. Probably we're waiting on a call. Um, like we've already had the call, waiting on another call but I think it's only be maritime only athletes for the first little bit. So that's kind of the disappointing thing there that we won't be able to bang off this. Because so we'd love to do tournaments for, for belts and stuff. Like, cause uh, you know, if you can do tournaments and give guys or girls two two fights and get them to that next level, you know, people who are on the cusp of making it to that next level, it's good for your brand too, but we'll see.
1: Yeah, the no, situation's fucked up now, but man, really look forward to to, to seeing some events, man. Fuck, we I need know. that, like, man. Yeah, and I'm glad that maybe you're gonna get like the okay, and even if like you you've got an event like only fighters from the Maritimes, like, who gives a shit, man? That's like oh. the only MMA event that's running in Canada.
0: Yeah, and it's good for our scene. That's what like our big thing is for with our commission and and they're on board and they've been great too because it's like listen if you guys if you guys continue this up like we're not as far along out here as is the rest of the country almost when it comes to MMA so if you guys stop this again like you're going to kill the whole scene like these people like some people are going to retire some people are going to say I don't want to fight anymore or whatever and gyms are going to continue to close so you got to get back on your horse here and let us do something if the if the hockey guys can go play and they can fight on ice and damn well like we should be able to fight in a ring so
1: yeah, and football, <laughs> like basketball, and like there's hella contact, and like it, it's it's working out. But like UFC, they've proven that it's possible, and now more and more promotions, like I know, like Cage Warriors, are resuming this weekend. There's more and more people that are like going back at it now, even through the pandemic, and yeah. like there's kind of like been a precedent, 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 like like we know how to to fucking do it now because it's been done. Yeah, model our, our operations after like what has been done, and
0: yeah, and the UFC has been really good about that too. Like they've been giving out their plan. They're like, if any organization wants our plan, let us know. You know, they've been happy to work with people. So, you know, you get big people like that. And, you know, some people like them. They do. They don't do everything right, but I will say that they've led by example in this situation and done an incredible job, in my opinion. So, good for them. All right, buddy. Any final, final words you want to say before? I think that's a great thing. We should keep it up and do. I think it'd be nice to get on the female side, maybe do uh, a top 10 or 20 for the female side and, yeah, you maybe am- maybe 10 for
1: the females because 20 is pretty much all the females. Yeah. I yeah. could speak about all of them. Like, I really think it's an aspect of MMA that is still missing some people, yeah. but it's getting better. Like, are top level females in Canada, like, they're pretty good. Like, Jasmine and Jamie Lynn and even Jade Corinne, yeah. they're going to have long careers.
0: I agree. Well, let's do it. Let's figure it out. We'll yeah, set that up, and maybe maybe we can do amateurs or whatever. I'd like to get you out here for our next event too, whether it's in February or whatever. If we can allow people in, we'd love to get you out here and, and uh, talk shop.
1: Yeah, no, that that would be amazing. Of course, I'd like it really much. And with the, with my work schedule, with my work schedule, that may work too. So
0: okay, perfect. Well, we'll be in touch, my man. All right. Yeah. Thank you, sir. Uh, where can everybody follow you uh, as well? Just before, you know, obviously, uh, you do a fantastic job on social media, keeping everybody in Canada up to date with what's going on. So, yeah, of
1: course, it's MMA talk on Facebook, on YouTube, Instagram, uh, and uh, fucking by Twitter, but like Twitter, man. I, yeah. I don't know. I do know how to use that shit. To be honest, yeah. I just go to look at to look at some crazy street fights, and then I. I leave <laughs> Yeah, no, MMA talk on Facebook and YouTube. Basically that, that these are the main spots that these are where you'll find the videos, the, the news that I'm always posting and stuff. So Facebook, YouTube pretty much focus on that. And from there you, you'll be like right redirected to the other places, to the, to the Favor
0: cast and all those other podcasts. You do a great well, job, man. Keep it up and uh keep being a great uh, advocate for our sport, man. You do a lot for us. So thank you.
1: All right, thanks a lot, man. I'm gonna return the compliment. I've been really enjoying like, like your live podcast when I when I'm able and not sleeping because I, I work night shift. So when when I'm not sleeping, I always turn tune in for the lives. And there there's been good moments and like it's, it's keeping things rolling even though there's no events. At least you're seeing fighters, you're seeing promoters, you're seeing like you had these round tables with like other like gym owners and promoters. And yeah, like, th- th- that's good. It keeps like these people like in our memory. We get to, to hear from them, know what's up and. Like, just know that even if shit's not really good in the moment, everybody's still there and, like, we're ready to to resume and k- keep the ball rolling like it was. Because we've had some amazing years, like, in Canada recently. Like, with your promotion popping up, Jamie's promotion popping up. Like, yeah. absolute, like, elite level fights uh, at prospects so like great things are are, even if in quebec maybe sometimes shit is not going well there's more and more opportunities everywhere in canada for people even from quebec so man like i said said. it's a great time to be a canadian mma fan and everybody's looking forward to to to, to see events and man uh, i'd be glad to come down uh, maybe next year when we get the chance to to fucking yeah. put that shit behind us, man.
0: Yes, COVID. Enough yeah. is enough. Go away. And I, I agree, man. You know, when you have all these other promotions leading the way, it it's, makes it easy for us because you just implement what they're doing, you know, to some degree, right? You build off one another and, and get along, you know. It's We're all here for the same reason, man. So keep it up. Have a great shift of work. And thanks for waking up in the middle of the day for uh, doing this. Good luck getting back to sleep.
1: It's my pleasure, man. Anytime. Bye. Okay, Mr.
0: Faber. See you, buddy. All right, folks, fantastic episode. That was fantastic, I said it twice. Really great job by Faber, uh, breaking down those top 20. Uh, not an easy thing to do, really tough thing to do, actually. There's so much talent in our country, so thanks for Faber for taking the time out of his day waking up and doing that for us. And uh, thanks for tuning in, everybody. Again, this episode spon- sponsored by Envisage Sport. Uh, Our main sponsor for our upcoming grappling event available on pay-per-view only at FightLeagueAtlantic.com, October 24th. I believe five weeks away. It's a 16-man bracket. They'll be competing for the ring. As well, we have five submission-only super fights on the card as well, all taking place in the cage. As well, we got something coming up, a a nice auction. We're going to try to do a little bit of a... At Christmas time, I'd like to do some sort of auction or something like that and, and do some, some type of scholarship for a teenager um, who's involved in martial arts or maybe can't afford to get involved in martial arts, something like that. So we're going to collect some items and then auction them off and then donate that money to maybe one or, or two kids in the Atlantic uh, provinces and maybe pay their membership at clubs for the year or whatever happens to be. Anyway, uh, first thing we're going to be auctioning off. We don't have it uh, available just yet, but like I said, at Christmas time, but the uh, This is uh, two of the three signatures on here. It's uh, Gavin Tucker, Chris Kalaitis, both on this glove. And then we'll get uh, Mr. TJ Grant to sign it as well. Uh, So we'll have that uh, first auction item up for grabs as well as uh, we'll have quite a few items up for grabs. I believe Conor McGregor's uh, gloves from his first fight. No, I made that up. Anyway, there will be some great items. Stay tuned, folks. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, we will not be back. We're off. Uh, I'm off to uh, Alberta tomorrow. I have to get on a plane and fly across the country and uh, for a wedding. So hopefully I'm going to make a stop in at Bow Valley Jiu-Jitsu if I can get out there and then come back to Nova Scotia in quarantine for two weeks. So we'll be doing lots of podcasts then, promoting our upcoming event available on fightleagueatlantic.com. Bump, bum, bump. Bum. All right, folks. Thanks for tuning in. Lots of love. We're out. <laughs>